All right. Welcome to another from it's actually I just want to say it's August 6th 2021 just so people know what day it is and I just another an hour ago uh, I'm on fire today. but uh, notice I'm here with Adnan Shah from is it Next Marketing yeah it's uh, NEX Marketing Solutions Next Marketing Solutions okay so um, he is far away so we're going to see how the sound works here it was okay for a second when we just tested it but then the second I started recording I it sounded like he's in a wind tunnel again or something. So, so who knows what's going on? But uh, what country are you in? Yeah, I'm in Pakistan, and I'm so sorry for the audio and everything. Uh, I apologize for that. It could be something for my for my end because yeah, this yeah. might be a long call, right? It might be a what? It's it's a long distance call, right? Uh, so that might be the problem. Oh no, for sure. Yeah, that's what it is. I guess uh, the last guy I was talking to is in. Uh, I don't know, where was he? Somewhere in the United States, and it's, it's not too bad. But yes, long-distance calls are all very tough, but I mean, it's pretty amazing uh, that, you know, you're actually on the other side of the world, and we're having, like, a real-time... Yeah. Actually, can you even see me? I just realized I don't even I see can, my... I can, I can. I can oh, there see I am. You. Sorry, I had the, the, the typing chat open, so I'm like, where am I? All right, so... Um, uh, well, I will tell the story of how I met. So... Uh, I guess I've been I've been dealing with uh, web developers for like a year now. It occurred to me a year ago I want to try making my own site, and I researched I it, and uh, and I was gonna uh, and I thought maybe I could make something like a Patreon or something where creators can post their content and then people and they I can see. make money from it. And I hired a company in France to do it. I bought a template from them, and then it sucked so bad I had to cancel. And then two months ago I hired a company in India who has another sort of uh, I don't know they call it like a template or a clone that. Um, I paid for, and then two months into it, I realized, oh my God, it's not working. It's a ripoff. Um, <clears throat> but at the same time, I was posting um, on Facebook looking for graphic designers to make me a logo uh, for the website. And I think I probably posted on a lot of them that were like in different countries, like Philippines or mm -hmm. India, because I've been told yeah. that it's cheaper to get Most people there. Are. What's that? Most of them are basically based over there. Yeah. Yeah, so I thought, okay, I'll do that. And then I got lots of messages. And then, uh, yeah, the, the Indian developer was a scam. So I'm trying to get my money back from my credit card now. It's a whole disaster. But I guess um, maybe I posted, I think I posted on my own Facebook again, my personal profile saying, <clears throat> does anybody know a legit web developer? Because I thought maybe I can just find someone here or wherever. Is that where you saw me post? Yeah, actually, I saw it, and there was a Google Doc uh, as well, and I went through the Google Doc, and I understood what you're trying to build, and I found your contact information, so I thought, you know, I should go ahead and you know, reach out to you because you might be in some kind of a need because, you know, uh, usually people do not put out proper documentations on these kind of forums, especially on, in Facebook or, or anywhere else when they're reaching out to freelancers just for a logo. So I thought I should reach out to you, you know? Yeah, yeah, so, so that's right. Yeah, you, so you saw it in one of the uh, the graphic design groups, and I posted this Google yeah, Doc with all this information saying, here's the kind of business I want to start, and here's my idea, of, like giving people my thought process, and here's some sketch, like logo examples I've drawn and all this. And so you were impressed with that, because most people are probably just like, oh, I've got a business, I want a logo, or they don't even know. Yeah, yeah mostly it's like that. Yeah. 
Yeah. So that's cool. I appreciate. And, you know, I've been getting thousands of messages from like people around the world. And and I've also been getting emails like, oh, I will help you with your website. And somebody else told me that, no, what happens is when you post in a group like this or there's other people that look for these things and then find your email and then message you. So. So, yeah, it's hard to sort of weed out uh, who's legit or, or whatever. And especially if you hire somebody in a different country, it's hard to have any recourse if you get ripped off. Um, but, uh, yeah, you called me and, and uh, we actually talked for a couple hours the first time. And then I think we talked for a couple hours another time. And uh, you sort of you're one of these rare people who um, sort of, you know, is smart and ambitious and appreciates what I'm trying to do. I met one other guy maybe a month ago. He I think I emailed him at a website where they build apps and and we wound up talking for a couple hours and he talked about how. Uh, we could start a business and, and build this together and he would build me the website for free and we'd just be in business together, but it would take like a year to build. And so I'm not sure what's going to go on with that, but you're uh, someone like that, that's that we can actually talk business and I enjoy talking to you. And I told you about my podcast. You're like, Oh, can I come on your podcast? So I was like, all right, let's, let's see. Yeah, um, I did. and, uh, and yeah, so I didn't know what we were going to talk about, but you were saying we could talk about, well, first let me ask about the name of the company. Cause it's, is it next or NEX? It's uh, it's next. Uh, it's a uh, new energetic extreme marketing solutions. Oh, okay, it's so it's new energetic mark. Yeah, energetic yeah. extreme, and but also it's kind of like next, I guess. Um, yeah. But then What's you spell so. Wow, cool. But you spell solutions S L O U T I O N. So sl- I guess it would be pronounced solution. It's solutions actually. Uh, that's that's basically was something that we were trying to get a domain for. So it happened by automatically that solutions, the correct spelling was not available, but with the typo, the domain was available for it. So we got that off from Namecheap. So that that's that. That's that's a funny thing. I thought you know it should keep it, so it keeps us reminded that where we started and where we are right right now. That's funny. So when you were searching for it, you actually typed it in wrong, and it said, it was, and you were like, hey, and then you're like, oh right, but you got it. <laughs> actually, I typed in white. I typed the spell right, but it was not available. Then I tried, uh, you know, then I made a typo when I was doing it much faster. So it came out that on Namecheap it was available for .com. So I just went for it. And then I had this idea, like, uh, how about I use the, the email and the Facebook page? You know, not on the title of the Facebook page or any of this, like in the username that we should have this typo. Just to, you know, remember by this, strange occurrence that we had uh, while we were, you know, in the early stages of making NEX Marketing Solutions, which is a remote agency. We got like five people working under us right now all across the world. Uh, and we do web development and uh, content production and all kind of digital marketing stuff. Cool. That's well, that's a good... I... Yeah, I mean, I mean it's, that's a good story. See, now you've got a story for podcasts and talk shows and and when you're like, you know, giving a TED talk or something like about how did you start the next Google? It's like, well, back then we made a typo and bought the, and now everybody's no solution, <laughs> solution. That's, that's so funny. Yeah. Um, okay. So what's, uh, yeah. So what's your history? Like you, what, what are you skilled in and how did you decide to start a company? Well, actually I, I was a freelance web developer and after, you know, sometimes seeing that there was a lot of scams going on, especially on Fiverr and Upwork, not just from from the buyer perspective, but from also from the seller perspective as well. Like people who are freelancing were having a tough time. When they go outside of the platform, they get scammed. When they are in the platform, they get scammed. 
and they can't report it to anyone. And, uh, you know, these people were having a tough time getting started as a freelancer. And some of uh, the individuals who live here in third world countries like Pakistan, India, Maldives and all these places rely on a residual income. So I thought I had this idea how, uh, how about creating a remote agency that acquires these people and taking the work and just giving it to them so that they can shine with their skills and just take, you know, uh, making a build uh, a basically uh, a, a basically a corporation that basically would in-house individuals like this, just like what Fiber is doing. But in this way, uh, but in our way, we basically not just provide them the work, we also you know, employ them as employees. So basically they get regular work and they can chase out other freelance work as well while they're working for me. But the thing is with us, uh, they always get steady work and they always get paid. They don't get tricked or scammed because I, I was seeing that a lot of people did scam me in the in the beginning when I was working as a web developer and when I used to do a little bit of graphic design. And uh, I thought, be a better way to just you know make a organization that freelancers could come under and i can actually provide them work and they can respond back to me like a an umbrella you can say yeah that's a good idea because i'm sure i mean i know from freelancing too it's scary to never know when your next cut money's coming from and then it's hard to do anything it's hard to focus on work it's hard to focus on looking for work but if if you know you're hired as an employee and you know you can feed yourself and pay your rent or whatever you have to do then that gives you the the ability to to do your best work and to and to also be able to find other stuff and become successful so that's good and yeah obviously it's a big issue like i just explained this is my kind of first experience for the past year hiring people in different countries but i've realized that you know, I've gotten scammed twice now and I'm, you know, I'm super diligent. Like I pride myself on being somebody that wouldn't be scammed online, but somehow it's happened twice to me. And, uh, and then when I started like reading the reviews of, of the company I just worked with, I was like, oh, I should have looked actually, no, I don't think I found any for them that said they were scams. Cause also they, they have three different websites. Like they go under three different businesses. So they, I guess that's what a lot of these companies do. They just change their name and, and whatever. But then there was this third company that I was going to hire. And this time I was like, well, let me just look at them up first. And half the reviews are like five stars, best thing ever. Oh my God, it changed my life. And then half the reviews are, they totally scammed me. The the site didn't work. They won't answer my emails anymore. And I'm like, that sounds exactly like what I just want. happens all the time. That's why we created this because, you know, back when I was doing freelancing, uh, you're telling this from a buyer perspective and that's a 100% genuine. And it does happen like, 50% 50% of the time, some, uh, you know, mostly with beginners who are, you know, relying on some shady platforms like Freelancer or Upwork. Uh, I believe that, that these are legitimate companies registered within the United States or elsewhere. But however, the tactics people are using these platforms for are just to gain free work. And that would happen in your case. Like they tricked you, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, this was both of those, actually, all three of them, I just found on my own, like Googling. Uh, you know, website developers who can build this kind of website. Um, And so uh, I I haven't even tried. I mean, I've also posted ads on, I guess, freelancer.com, but I got so many messages and I was like, I don't know how to, how to choose someone. And I also wasn't sure if they could even buy, like build it. Like I know developers can build a basic website where I would post information about myself, but I'm actually trying to build like a, a commerce site, like a, you know, content like a Facebook, like where people post content like and stuff. Right? Yeah, and so that seems to be more of a difficult thing. 
And I think that's what um, these websites are preying on because they know people like me might be like, oh, I want to start my own site. And, and they do something, they make something that sort of looks like it works and then you pay them and then they're gone. Um, so then, but I also know what you're saying in terms of, you know, workers having trouble getting their money. Like, I think I tried doing voice acting. Like, I do most of my voice acting now on, like, Voices.com, where the money's in escrow. So once you do the job, you get paid, and the money's already there, and you're pretty much covered. Um, but I tried once on maybe it was Freelancer.com or some little website like that, where they also posted um, voice jobs. And I did a voice job for someone, and then they just never paid me. And I was like, how can this be? Like, you know, so uh -huh. I... Yeah, so so I just got frustrated there too. And even even on this other voice site I did a job for, it looked like they weren't going to pay me for months, and they finally did. So I don't know if it was a scam or if you just have to bother them for a long time. But yeah, so and that's frustrating too. When you do the work, you just want to get your money and be done with it. You don't want to have to be chasing someone and then feel like, oh my god, I just got ripped off. So it's good that you're solving it on both ends. And how how do you think you would? demonstrate to people that you're legit like how would i know that your company is legit as opposed to all these other freelancers that either don't do their work or yeah well uh you know if i wasn't uh, if i wasn't legit or if i were running a you know shady operation i would never tell you like uh, where i'm based like most of these shady operation you know sites basically they try to pretend to be within the united states somewhere else like any foreign country they always use numbers that are not traceable and emails that basically are like you know, sample emails made with Gmail or temp email, or they can just dispose it after the job is done. So first of all, our email is made on Gmail, but we basically take emails, we do customer support. If any of you, if for example, the platform that we are gonna be building for you, if it goes down, if anything happens, you have one year maintenance for free with us. That means you can you now hit me up, I get my team ready and they do the work for me. So basically, uh, we don't shy away from these kind of questions. And the fact is that I disclosed my location. I came willingly onto a call. And uh, the thing is that we have a customer base globally, basically in the US and Canada. Uh, one of our fine Canadian clients is Ryan. Uh, he's currently not doing well. He basically has a surgery, but we've had a very fun time working with him, especially with his charity. We got to you know do a lot of good things and got to learn a lot about how the healthcare system works and we try to provide as many people much you know we try to provide people with value. We show our portfolio. A collective portfolio is a group of five individuals, including me, like six individuals, and um, that's it. Yeah, we show our work. We basically are transparent in all our dealings and don't shy away from any kind of questions like these. Yeah, so I mean, that's good. I was just curious because, you know, when I asked the last company questions like that, they, they give similar answers like, oh, yeah, no, of course it's guaranteed. Like, you know, you can say whatever you want. Um, and they also have a website and they would email back from their legitimate domain. Mm -hmm. So that's partly why I use them because I thought, well, who would go to this much trouble <laughs> you know, to talk to me for months ahead of time and have a website with a demo and all like, why go to all that trouble to get, you know, a couple of grand out of me or something. And so I figured, well, and then my friend who runs a computer store in Ottawa, he's like, well, you got to take a chance on these things. But now I've learned, you know what, I'm not paying anybody up front for something when there's no recourse. But, uh, 
but he, you know, and, and and after talking to you, I thought, yeah, this guy seems legit, especially that we were bouncing job ideas around. But I would think it would still be difficult yeah. for people, you know, people who, that aren't me to go, oh, I don't know, is this guy legit? Like, how do you, how do you, you know, how do you stand out from all these other it happens when you, whenever you get burned once for anything in life it happens and one more thing man uh, like uh, i basically last time we were communicating last night we can say it technically because it was nighttime where i shared you a contract right like it, it's a e-form like yep. you can sign it up and you put your signature in and basically what it does if you went through it it has a disclaimer that you can go against you know dispute against anything that goes against your will like mm -hmm. if he's scamming or if you run away with the work, if you run away with the work, you know, it's basically a mutual contract that saves both of our parties and scam companies that the one that you're talking about don't do contracts. They always ask for upfront payments and they always ask for details so that they can pretend that they're doing the work for you. But the fact is they are not doing the work for you. They're just buying some time and just, you know, putting you on a hook or yeah, you, know, well, so you in later. Yeah, well, I mean, I did realize, I mean, they they did send me like a PDF document to sign that was 17 pages long. So, I mean, they're making it look legit. So I assumed, okay. But I think what I've learned is, okay, so I've got a contract. Who the hell, <laughs> how would I even pursue that in India to go after a contract thing? So I think the contract, I mean, anybody can write up a contract. But I guess in the end, if it's different countries and stuff, I think a lot of it you would rely on reputation. Like, you know, th those guys can spend all their time trying to scam people and then they'll get horrible reviews and they'll change their name and so it's a lot of sort of spending a lot of time because it, it made me wonder it's like why don't they just do the job like if they could build it i think at the end i just said listen okay fine the site doesn't do what you said it would do it doesn't work how much time and cost would it cost to make this work and they just never got back to me so clearly they can't even do it so it makes me realize i guess and somebody i don't know if it was you or somebody told me that yeah it's, it's actually worth their time if they can just scam enough people like you you know 10 20 people a year with all the crap then they make a living from it and that's kind of their thing i told you that yeah so that was you so then uh oh yeah but i mean i guess the other way to make money is to actually be and i guess it's more difficult to be legitimate like they probably don't know how to build a website or it would be too much work for them um but if you do know how to do things and you can build a legitimate company i would think that that could be very lucrative as well because there are tons of, i mean for as an example, everybody like me, all these people who got scammed, they actually do want to get something built and they've got money and they want to pay for it. So if there was somebody legit doing it, these people would have that company would have good reputation. They would get more customers. And if it was somebody like you that comes on my podcast and goes on my YouTube and everybody goes, OK, you know, I'm getting scammed on every other website, but this guy's legit. And now they've got referrals and then if i make money i'll be like hey i've got an idea for another website hey can you build this and then you could have this actual company and i would think you'd feel better about yourself too rather than knowing okay i made my living scamming canadians i don't know uh so that's cool and yeah you're the first person i've done an interview with so from this kind of company. first of all canadians are some of the the best people like uh, i believe uh, they are the most hospitalical people like they welcome you with open arms right like in North America, they're not like, uh, you know, like harsh, like Americans. Americans are good people too, you know. But what I have heard and what I've seen from mainstream media and from other people as well, the Canadians are more open and, you know, welcoming than compared to Americans. 
right? Yeah, I mean, that's kind of the stereotype. Um, it might be true. I mean, we're known as kind of the nice people, but there's jerks everywhere. I meet a lot of jerks here. And also I have found somehow when I go to the U.S., I seem to meet people better. Like maybe it's just been women on dating sites, but if I go to Miami or Chicago, I feel like I just meet all these women. Everybody wants to meet up and people are nice. But that also might be because I'm traveling. Um, but yeah, in both countries, you know, in general, I mean, there's jerks everywhere, but people are pretty nice. And yeah, right. yeah, so it's 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 a good it's a good country. And then when I do travel and I come back, I go, oh, I appreciate like, hey, we've got health care. We've got, you know, the buildings are well made. We've got laws. We've, it's a pretty comfortable place. The one thing I don't really like mm-hmm. is the winters. Yes, Bill. What's that? You have ice hockey as well. Yes, ice hockey is kind of our national sport. And my niece is nine and my nephew is seven. And they've been playing hockey for a few years. And they're like the best hockey players in their city <laughs> for their age. And they play with older well, kids. Field hockey as well, right? Yeah, field hockey. I remember there was uh, field hockey teams at my high school. Uh, and uh, and girls love playing that, so that's kind of a summer thing. And I think because winter's so long here, like summer basically started in June here. Like that's when it got nice, June, July, and now it's August, and it's going to start getting cold again, like in September. And so we look for sports that that we can do in the winter so that it makes life that makes tolerable. Sense. Yeah, so like, that, that makes sense. So my mom has cross country skis here that she'll go cross country skiing in the winter or. I used to downhill ski when I was a kid, and, and it's like, okay, now, or we, I live beside the canal, which is, used to be the longest skating rink in the world, I think, maybe they've built some, somewhere else, but in the winter it freezes, and then people come out and skate, but with global warming, it doesn't even freeze that much anymore, so it's only good for like a month or two in the middle of the winter, but, uh, but even that gives people something to look forward to. Um, well, we don't have snow here at all, like, um, yeah. my whole life, I've never seen snow. Wow, like, well... It's pretty yeah. nice, but you're, you're not missing out on too much. Like when I go for my jog in the winters and I'm like, oh, I want to film, I guess in the summer I film ducks on the canal, but in the winter I'm like, oh, I want to film the skaters or something. It, sometimes it's so cold. If I take off my glove to use my camera, I'm like, ah, like my hand starts hurting and I have to put it back yeah, on. Blood gets clawed off. I heard about it. Uh, you know, in the northern parts of Pakistan, it does snow, but again, it's very rare. Like it's once in a blue moon that it will, you know, will go out all out, but it happens, especially in the north, because those are the mountainous areas of, of our country. Where I'm at, it's considered a desert, like Sindh is a desert. Wow. I guess people say that they like living here because you know, they like the changing of the seasons. It's spring, it's fall, it's summer, like winter, it's like different. And if you're living in Florida, it's kind of always summer. So people miss that. I don't know. I'd have to think about whether I care <laughs> about the changing of the seasons. I think I would like to live somewhere warm and then... I could go visit snow for a bit and then get out because I feel like you can do more like in the winter here. I feel like and especially it gets dark early at like three or four o'clock and it's just so cold and you're not going to go for a walk or anything. So I feel like, um, you know, you have less life. It's like there's le- like for eight months of the year, you're just waiting for it to get warmer so you can go out and do things. And uh, and that's not really a way to live. Um, but whatever. It, I think if I had a sure. wife and kids, I might like it better because I'd be have people to do things with and just because I feel kind of alone now winter is even harder to deal with but we'll see maybe if we make our websites and they make lots of money I promised my sister I would make millions of dollars very soon and then then I can buy a mansion in Florida I can come live in Pakistan who knows what I'm gonna do 
well, you can, you know, branch out some of your work over here, you know, we can yeah. expand it in minutes because uh, opening a business in Pakistan, it's not like what what you guys used to experience back in 2008. It's now much more faster under the new government, like uh, it's called Nea Pakistan, like it's Urdu for New Pakistan, like the, the prime minister is very, uh, you know, willing to, you know, put IT and IT exports upfront uh, to the other nations, like if someone wants to invest or if people are basically working overseas, they get incentives and they basically get appreciation from the government. So you're more than happy to you know expand here and it will be much more easy to expand in South Asia. If you or someone that you know that might be interested in expanding their business, here. especially if it's a tech based business, then you have a lot of you know opportunities. Yeah, yeah. Does everybody there, like, is it, are there actually a lot of web developers in like Pakistan and India? Or is it just because that's what I'm looking for those things in, in those countries that I, I see, it feels like there's a lot of people or is like everybody a web developer there? Well, I don't know about everybody. Like, uh, like most Not of the, us like are, you know, freelancing and uh, there's a, there's a huge reason behind that because we have, you, you got, you know, like, when you have an educated uh, population that has education above uh, high school level and does not have the jobs to survive, then people look to alternative you know, sources like they go into other things like they start their own businesses online or traditional businesses. If they have the money, if they don't have the money, they start with freelancing, they gain experience, then they turn that into a business. And that that's how uh, the new generation is surviving uh, because thing is today and even in the past there is a lack of jobs there is always a lack of jobs and that's what this government is trying to do it's basically trying to you know close that gap of uh, those lack of jobs so people like me and people that you're seeing like all these web developers or uh, can get some work and yes there's a lot of developers over here front end back end we have the highest number of uh, back-end developers over here. What I know from personal experience, because I hire locally a lot, and uh, you know, app developers are also here. Like Flutter developers are like flooded. Like you can find a Flutter developer for for cheap, like uh, like for ten thousand, twenty-five thousand rupees. That's very low. Like that's starting a minimum wage. So what, yeah, what are they called? A what developer? A Flutter developer. A Flutter is basically like a framework that basically lets you convert any app into cross-platform. Like you can, if you are making an app on Android, you can basically get that to basically a web-based app or an iOS app. Like you can get multiple versions by just coding just this, uh, just one sample of an app on Dart. Wow. See, I don't know anything about this stuff. I wish I did, but. On the other hand, if I filled my head with that, I might not be able to do my other stuff. So it's good to have an expert like you. So what exactly does your company do? So if you're like next marketing solutions, is it marketing or you build people websites and apps or what is it? Well, uh, NX Marketing Solutions is a digital marketing agency at first. Uh, and what we're trying to do is basically we are trying to help uh, small business owners all over the globe, not just in Pakistan, not just in the North American side of the, of the world. Like anywhere in the world, whoever reaches out to us to our website, we try to make sure that we get their business online as fast as possible by making them a website, a funnel, or by doing uh, running their ads or building their brand 
on social media platforms or outside of social media on the search engine like Google or Bing. So basically we offer three core services. We have web development, digital marketing, and we have content production. And we try to basically, you know, take your business, a traditional business like a mom and pop shop, and we try to bring it on the internet with, without, you know, going without letting you go through the whole hassle of learning how a website works, how this or that works. We make sure that we take uh, the information from you like domain and hosting, and we make sure that all of the stuff is basically protected under your privacy. And basically we can provide you the best quality service on our, basically our expertise so that you have a fast working website and people know where it is and you can get more for traffic coming in your regular business all right all right and yeah i mean that's a good business to be in because i you know i listen to a lot of ty lopez and he's always talking about how that's that's a good like he calls it making a social market social media marketing agency like uh there's mom and pop shops where these people know how to sell their car repairs or their bagels or whatever but they don't know about the internet and they don't know about social media and you can go in and get them online and, and take care of it for yeah. them so yeah you're doing that kind of thing Exactly, we're doing that kind of thing, but we're doing it for people who get, you know, ripped off by individuals on the internet. Like whenever, when someone like a barbershop owner, like a plumber, these people don't know how the web works, right? And they don't have time. Uh, they already are swapped. Like 24 hours a day, they have gigs. Like they gotta hit one house, then they gotta go to the other house. They have to cut this guy's hair, that guy's hair. They don't have time to learn how web development works, how Google Ad works, and most of their money will be generated by getting an online presence, right? So what we do, we come in, we take their button, make the website for them, we promote it for them, and then we just charge them, uh, you know, a decent fee for the work. And most of our work is basically highly discounted. So we are trying to support the, uh, the small guys so that they can grow and we can grow with them. That's our main goal, to be honest. Yeah, and how do you get your business like you know me you just happen to randomly see my post in a Facebook group like how are you getting these other clients most of the people basically reach out to us on our website we have a contact form and you can just fill that out and you can basically send in your inquiry and what what happens is I get an email for that contact form and basically then I reach out to the individual by calling them on Skype or you know, if I have their number, I have this uh, app that I made to Trello. And basically what it does is basically lets me call any number in the world for a brief period of time, like 20 to 30 minutes. And uh, yeah, that's how we try to, you know, tell them about us and try to, you know, get them on board within 20 to 30 minutes because we can't go that much fast, you know, for the like it's it can't can't do a call for like one hour or so. So wow. we just are limited to that. So that's how that's when how you're text, texting me or whatever, it's coming from a... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's through the app. And you built that app or you're saying that's the Trello app? Uh, actually, we, we basically use Trello and we basically built the app on that. And we basically took some source code. But at the moment, it's not commercial. Like we are not selling that app. It's just mm -hmm. for our personal use. And uh, we're just using it for our business. Uh, you must have heard about you know, uh, WebRTC, uh, which is real-time communication that TextNow uses. TextNow is a Canadian company, and yeah, we have some of 
yeah, we have some of their source code that we acquired from Slack. I believe it's theirs or someone else's. And then we just basically, I just gave it to one of my developers and he just whipped us a simple web-based app that through which we can text and we can call. But we have only 20 to 30 minutes. Mm. Oh, here's a question for you. Because uh, like just since you mentioned text now and I've got like a bunch of these free texting apps. So if I, you know, don't uh, want to pay texting charges or something. But also, like say I've been, and it's funny, I was talking to a woman tonight on a dating app saying she's been kicked off Tinder. And, and I've dealt with things like that too for, who knows, somebody reports me because they think I'm fake and now you're banned for life for your phone number. It happens to people all the time. Do you, but yeah, yeah. If, I try, if I try to sign up with a different phone number like text now, usually uh, I think all of these text apps, um, it doesn't work because Tinder or OkCupid or Bumble, they're looking for an actual phone number. They can tell the difference between a real phone number and just like a fake texting phone number. Or some of these apps, it seems to say, if you buy their premium version, then they'll allow you to, you know, use the phone verification service. But do you have an app or could you build me something or where, you know, I could sign up for Tinder and you could give me a phone number that would actually work for my phone number verification? Well, Josh, uh, right. To be honest, what, what you're saying is basically sipping like uh, these these companies use AWS. These are servers that are connected to your phone number. So whenever you're making a call, you're using the server as a gateway to connect to a telecom uh, operator within that country and or through which through the proxy that's made through that whole gateway transaction, the call happens. So these these numbers are SIP generated numbers and they are basically not just they're not good for for any verification because when when you basically sign up for something you put in your number it basically does a double shake uh, hand gesture with the operator what is basically does it just tells the the operator that this number these last three digits are trying to communicate with this service party so what the, their ai does is they basically sends a text to your uh, SMSing services so that you can get the code right, but but these these numbers cannot do that at all. And yes, we are working on something like this. We're trying to make our version, uh, you know, go from uh, from 20 to 30 minutes to for one hour conversation, as we believe that's possible. And we know that there is a hole in the market right now because text now does provide you the ability to do unlimited calls and messages. But you cannot sign up for services like Tinder or Snapchat or this or that with it because of this whole problem that, that I just told you about. So what we're trying to do is trying to you know make sure that our app becomes commercial. But however, we can't make it commercial right now because the source code is someone else. We're trying to whip up something of our own with WebRTC so that people can make calls like if I'm sitting in Pakistan and I want to make a call in Bermuda and if I have uh, the number of Bermudan uh, office or any individual I can just simply make the call through my Wi-Fi because uh, what, what you people don't commonly know that uh, you know whenever you come travel to the Middle East where most of our uh, our you know workers go like uh, blue collar people go uh, from our country that uh, they suffer to communicate with their loved ones like the, the government over there is so strict that they don't let, let you talk uh, with each other. Like you, you don't, you have to sign up for something in order to use WhatsApp and Skype. So, and a normal phone call is very expensive. So we're working on this, it's called Connect. It's not out for the population right now. So what it does is basically uses the Wi-Fi on your phone 
basically it's and you can dial a number just like text now it works exactly like text now but you can connect to anyone in the world it's not just limited to north america it's limited to anybody who has a cellular number that's connected to a proper uh, pbx connection like a proper telecom connection and i hope we can get this out soon because i think there's a huge hole in the market for this yeah like for example uh i do the speed dating event that i host and uh i'm part of their influencers so if i get somebody to sign up i get a fee um but they right now their website only works with north america phone numbers so if i'm talking to like you know, I'm in Facebook groups for singles around the world. So I know all these women in Africa and in Vietnam and Philippines. And I'm like, hey, you should come to this thing. But they can't do it. I don't even know if they could use text now from there. Um, but that's again. Oh, okay, so maybe they could actually. Um, I've been using my text now number to sign them up. And now I'm swamped with all their things. So I should tell them, just make your own number. And I don't have to deal with this. Um, and then another thing I'm trying to figure out is, like, I've got a lot of affiliate links that I share for mm -hmm. signing up for apps and stuff and then i get a referral fee if people sign up but most of them only work in canada or the u.s most of them just the u.s not even canada but i'm like oh man if there was like affiliate links that would pay you a couple of bucks if somebody signed up for the app or uh, an account somewhere and you could use them in the philippines or pakistan or africa that would be a huge market so i want to see if i can yeah, find something uh, like that or basically you know you can, you can do this you can make a peer-to-peer uh, link sharing system on which basically it will be like a forum but you can uh, there could be someone who basically becomes a moderator or someone who becomes the post administrator what it uh, what he or she will do basically they will just post a link their affiliate link and when people will sign up they will just you know uh, get the update that this many people have signed up through the platform uh, and the platform that's paying you you can basically double check with them and then you can just basically automatically send everyone a link to which they can uh, get the money like uh, they can uh, get the money directly to their paypal or they can uh, ask you basically send you a request for the money that you basically they have generated for you by signing up for the platform you can do it like that or the or the other way is that you can basically make a an app uh, that basically lets every individual sign up and you can basically share the commissions like People can share the commissions with each other, like like a proper peer-to-peer -peer thing. So if I get fifty dollars uh, for signing up for your thing, and you get something in return, you can actually give me the profit as well, and I can give you the other profit as well. That that way it will be balanced, and a lot of people can you know benefit from yeah. the links much better. Yeah, because that would be a huge thing. So I'm starting to realize there's all these Facebook groups for different things. Uh, that I'm realizing, hey, I'm in this group. There's all these people in this group. If there was a website that did this, people would want it. So that's an example. I just because I've been trying to share my affiliate links and I just searched for referral links on Facebook and there's tons of groups where people are sharing their referral links and then they'll post things like I'm paying people like some guy messaged me and I'll say I'll pay you $50 to sign up for Acorn through my link. And it's because right. if he gets five people to sign up, he gets like $500 uh, or, or something like that. So it's so people are unofficially trying to figure this out, but of course there's, it's difficult to know if somebody signs up, are they really going to PayPal you the money? Why would they? Uh, it's this whole thing. But if there was a one-stop, you know, a legit place where you knew, okay, this guy's got a good reputation. And I know that if I sign up through his link, I'll get 
my cut and he'll get his cut. So that would be good. So there's yeah, another some way that some platform that can hold the money for both parties, like uh, like what Fiverr does or what Payoneer does. Payoneer yeah. actually holds your money, then it basically lets you withdraw it once the verification is done, right? Uh, so you can make a forum or a site. Like what happens is when some when basically A posts a link and B signs up for the link, and if A gets any commission from his affiliate then B gets paid by A and the money first of all goes to the platform, then to A's account. Like you can do it that way and then A can just withdraw it for PayPal or Stripe. You know, you can do it with this kind of a business model. I and like it, I like it. So, so hopefully uh, by us discussing this in the podcast, we haven't screwed ourselves by giving everybody the idea. But uh, I've been listening to this guy, James Altucher, who says, um, you know, he shares all his ideas with everyone because he has an abundant mindset. He's always like, it's, you know, I, I feel like if I give away an idea, I've got another idea. And and if I tell people what I'm working on, you know what, if they do it and they do it better than me, then good for them. And, and most people aren't going to do it anyway. So probably nobody's stealing it. So we'll just we'll just use that as an example of, uh, wow, um, look how smart we both are. So people should hire us for things or something. Yeah. Um, well, sometimes it happens is that some ideas are actually bad ideas, but uh, you know, as we thought of them, thought of those ideas in our heads, and they look, you know, pretty like billion-dollar ideas in our head. That's why we think those ideas are good, but in, in a way, those ideas are not even monetizable, and they are not that good. You know, because I had some ideas that I implemented that basically went south, uh, like a YouTube channel, uh, like that would do top ten videos. Uh, basically like an e-commerce store that only sell uh, soccer goods like you know like soccer balls that you can brand by any image that you want uh, these all these ideas have gone south like uh, I never properly launched them I never got to tell anybody about them because uh, when I basically made these sites these that print on demand site that I was talking about or the channel it never picked up some some ideas are bad ideas they don't do well yeah, like I met this guy on this Shaper app. It's like a networking Tinder kind of thing. And uh, after a year, we after we'd met, he's like, "Hey, I finally finished this app. I want you to MC my launch party." <clears throat> so I was the funny comedian at this event he had at a bar, and it was like a Tinder he built. I think he was working at Amazon. He's from India, but he moved to like Canada to work at Amazon, and then he left his job at Amazon to work on this app. And the idea was that it was called PB and J, and the idea was that uh, you, you, instead of swiping through pictures of people, you'd swipe through pictures of food. And then if you like, oh, I like spaghetti. I like that picture of spaghetti at a local restaurant. <clears throat> and then if a girl swipes on the spaghetti as well, okay, now you're both a match. And then now you can see each other's pictures and then you can match. So it's like a double, you have to match twice and then eventually you get to talk. And then because, you know, it's, bond, it's I wasn't awful because his, his thought was like, People bond over food and like the what you don't know what to do on a yeah. date. Well, now you you both like spaghetti. Go eat that food. And so it would pull in images from Google of like local restaurants and then you would already know where to meet. Um, so I'm not sure if the idea was bad or the app just didn't work very well, because when I was trying it, it was very glitchy. Like I couldn't get my messages. Nobody was on it. And I think he eventually just abandoned it. And I'm like, man, he spent like a year or two or longer building this thing and it just never went anywhere. So that that can be frustrating. Um, um, you guys were building this on iOS, Swift? I don't know how we built it. I had nothing to do with it. I just helped them with the, the party to launch it and announce it. Um, 
I remember at some point at the end, he said, listen, if you want to take the code or whatever, you can go, you know, use it for your own Tinder or something. And maybe at the time I was like, oh, yeah, and I didn't think about it. But I emailed him like recently uh, saying, hey, can I can I still have that? And I think the emails bounced back or something. I haven't heard back from him. So and I can't find him. Um, so so who knows what's going on there? But, yeah, I've always wanted my own Tinder because that's what I keep thinking. Like every time I get banned from something, I'm like, you know what? Why don't I don't want? It. Why am I giving them money anyways? Why don't I build my own Tinder or something? Um, so if you can help me build something like that, and I keep wondering, like, what'll be the thing? Is it specifically for, you know, digital nomads or farmers or you know, or do I just make it general for everyone? Or is there? Well, you know, to... a pretty good idea. A pretty good idea would be like you know, creating a a freelance marketplace uh, where people can you know hire people for cryptocurrency like people can pay and you know with crypto like BitPay, and these could not just be like a regular freelance job like creating a simple website this could be like big things like creating a platform creating like a portal creating go doing government based work and they can pay the individual with bitcoin you know because governments could afford like especially china has their own coin right now right yeah but how much i mean because what I found, like every, people I've been talking to about like building my Patreon or something, um, have been saying, no, you, you've been looking for clones that are like $100 a month or $2,000 or $2,500. The problem is anything like that's going to be a scam. To actually build something like that that can compete on that level is going to cost you at least $100,000 or a million dollars or something. So can well, somebody uh, that's true and not true uh it can be done uh, the only reason they're they're telling you that is because uh again uh what i discussed with you uh, you know when previously we were having that call that these kind of sites take bandwidth and they take huge server space because you're going to be allowing you know accounts to be made on the site that will take partitions on the server so that means you need more space on server you need more bandwidth and or the money that will be just going into tech and then you will need have a team like that could you know shoot out uh, troubles that that occurs like if something goes down if the guys get a hack uh, if there's any kind of legal concern you, know, you need to have a tech based team a legal based team some branding team so that you can get foot traffic that's why they are saying that it's going to cost that much but if you want to just develop the site it's not going to cost that much to be honest you just need the tech part to be on point like the server it has to be the biggest it could be like the fastest it could be like i recommend aws for this kind of work because it's like a whole different ball game with that thing like it's a computer that you're virtually accessing and yeah but it could be done on other things as well because if you're just starting uh you know digital ocean namecheap can provide you the the starter that you are looking for but i i strongly recommend ws like amazon workplace server is the best thing to go with yeah i heard about them because uh they decided they didn't like uh parlor which is like kind of the the more um uncensored version of facebook and then they just shut them down they just took them off the internet and it's like whoa so i mean amazon has a lot of power it's kind of scary uh but i mean who who else is there i guess it's uh, but that's a, that's a larger discussion well that's good to know so yeah, so if somebody's like me and is coming up with actual ideas and wants to see if they're getting done. Because I remember I was talking to real estate agents when I was trying to sell my condo a couple of years ago. And there's this one guy I met with a few times. He was from Russia. And I was trying to come up with website ideas for business. He's like, oh, yes, I've got uh, developers in Russia. They can build this and that. And 
And I'm like, who knows? Who knows if that was all a scam or what that was, too? It's all scary, so it's hard to know what's legit. But everybody, even Tim Ferriss, like when I read the 4-Hour Workweek, he's saying, like, get a virtual assistant and all this. Um, but you get them from, you know, India or, or Philippines or something because people can work for less there because of the exchange rate and everything. Yeah, one, one um, thing I, I want to correct, I said work. Uh, I said Amazon Workplace Server. It is actually Amazon web-based server, and it's a cloud yeah. solution that you can use for these kind of heavy projects. And yeah, you, you're right. Uh, you shouldn't do anything alone. And uh, for Russians, Russians are one of the best uh, developers that you can find all around the globe. You know, mm -hmm. These guys are rock solid. Like they can crack, uh, crack your government operations open. Like so, they can act, if they can do that kind of level of work, they can actually, you know, deliver a platform-based site. It's much easier for them. Yeah, it's interesting, and I guess that's what somebody was saying. They were like you know, these people are in demand. So if they can do that, you know, if somebody can hack the Pentagon, why would they build me a website for a grand? You know, who knows? It's it's a it's a whole other they world. Could, but they could ask, you know, uh, they could. These people are more open. They're not like the typical thing that you guys think of over there, like scary people who drink vodka and try to kill people. They're, yeah. not, they're not like that at all. They're not actually all. very friendly and very open. Uh, some of uh, the people that I have learned, some most of my work is basically are Russians, and some are Indians, uh, and most of them are American. But uh, yeah, that's the thing. When you when you have global teachers, you get ahead much faster. Yeah, and you know, I mean, I'm sure there's good people, and I would hope that most people are decent. It's not really about the country. You know, there's scammers in Russia, there's scammers in Canada. There's you know, it's just that I guess the certain countries get known for certain scams like everybody gets their spam mail from nigeria i am a nigerian prince and uh, yeah. i i will send you three million dollars yes what's that 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 happened to me as well but it was something uh, someone pretending to be from apple customer service and i don't even own an apple device yeah well there you go you ha you you got them um that's funny that you're getting like people in Pakistan are getting scammed by people in Nigeria. So everybody's scamming everybody. Uh, but, uh, you know, hopefully people listen to this podcast and they go, oh, well, you know, NEX sounds legit. Or at least they're, you know, willing to spend an hour on a podcast on their scam. So we might as well reward them uh, for the effort. Um, so, yeah. So if people listen to this and they're like, wow, I want to build something through Adnan, like, if they if they mention uh, that Josh Rackless or Celebrity Josh or Spark the Genius sent them whatever my name of the day is, you'll give them like a special deal, right? Sure, uh, like you'll give them fifty percent off on their any of their offer. Like you'll build them a platform, and then we will do branding for them as well and marketing as well. So they will get the whole thing just to start their online business uh, in like in a week or so, like two or three weeks or so. And Sweet. yeah. Sweet. So maybe. Uh, Maybe if, if I pick a website name, you know, I'll even make a code. Or no, I don't know. I'll, or maybe people will go to like yourwebsite.com slash, you know, Spark the Genius or Spark. Do you like Spark the Genius as my name? Or do you like Celebrity Josh? Or do you like Juicebox or Josh Rackless? Whatever goes with you, man. Like uh, all yeah. those names sound good. Uh, yeah, but whatever it's with you. you know, okay, on that, that. Yeah, so I, I had an idea, uh, just when you were talking about t-shirts earlier, I was remembering, do you know, because my, my new idea is like, I want to just have some some shirts with logos or cartoons I draw on them. 
And I've been researching how do you do it. And there's a website where you can type print in text and it'll make a thing. What's that? Print on demand, right? Like it's print on demand. It's like a, it's a niche in sh basically drop shipping. People are making yeah, yeah. their own sites, uh, platforms as well, like Printify, Teesprings. Yeah, no, I've got affiliate links for all of those, I think. And I have a page on T uh, Public, I think. Um, so, you know, I put in my Celebrity Josh logo and you can buy a T-shirt or a mug or whatever. So I've done that, but I find it difficult. I don't know. I had a designer friend who sort of just took my hand-drawn logo and, and made it, uh, you know, the kind of image that it cuts it out so you can put it on a shirt and see through it kind of thing. Uh, but I don't even know how to do that. Like if I drew another cartoon what pro like is it illustrator or some kind of program has to find the drawing and then make it a like a see-through image that you can post on things is that the kind of things you guys could do if like if i drew something or said i want a lightning bolt for spark or yeah that kind of thing like illustrations you're talking about uh the basically like com comic illustrations right the ones that you see commonly like in like uh for example the flash logo that's very common on t-shirts or yeah. something like uh like like a rabbit or something anything that gets carbonized like like the simpsons or something like that yeah basically like anything uh yeah like any t-shirt with an illustration or a graphic or something here i'll show i'm just calling up sorry for people who are listening to this but this is my uh i'm showing up on my phone like this is my t public store um so i drew you know that's just my logo and then my designer friend kind of made that's so fast like a clear version of it. I just drew it as an experiment quick and then I just wound up using my rough drawing but because it's a, like a I don't know what you call this kind of image you can print it on white but you can also print it on a black t-shirt and it shows up in white like it you know it's it's like a a thing that you can see through and that's my other logo I drew with just my name that's an outline vector image uh, by the way Josh and it's pretty good it's pretty good it's it's on point like yeah, the so theme that you're going for it's pretty good like it's properly on point and it's not that done that bad. It's pretty good, by the way. Did yeah, you do so it by yourself, or did the designer friend did it for you? No, like I drew it, and then I sent it. I guess I scanned it, and I sent it to my friend um, Donna, who I met when I was in Chicago, like training from Al Gore to be a climate leader. Um, and I, and so she's in Seattle, and she did it for me. She was just helping me out with my designs for a bit, and now she's too busy. So, and I don't know how she ever did it. So. I'm wondering, like, should I figure out how to do this on my own? Or are there people who could do that easily for me? Because I don't want to, people always like, I don't want to pay too much because I'm not even making any money from it yet. So it's like, I just want to figure out how to, how to make, but I like drawing my doodles. And I feel like if I do little cartoons every day, maybe I could even say here, here's the cartoon of the day that you can put on a t-shirt or something. So I don't know, I'll figure it out. But is that, is, can you, do you have designers that you could make vectors for t-shirts, that kind of thing? Yeah, we basically do branding and design, uh, but we, hardly get you know these kind of jobs anymore because we don't take them and what we do get when we do get them for people who are running print on demand stores we take them because these are pretty good these are pretty fun i personally do some of the work of myself so i'm well aware of how these things are done yeah. and also manage these stores as well we have a separate service called the entrepreneur special in which we basically set up your print on demand store we basically do all the designs for you and we market the store for you as well like it's uh, like 500 dollars a month for that sweet well maybe i'll start uh, cranking out some inspirational sayings and some fun drawings for spark the genius and uh, 
and we'll go to town. Because I definitely, like, I'm doing a comedy act in a couple of weeks, and I definitely want to have a T-shirt for that where people can go to my website and remember who I am. Uh, and then I want to make some business cards. i got lots of plans. But I'm excited now that I've met somebody who uh, is smart and thinks big. Because a lot of the web developers, too, I talk to, like, even ones that are, I guess I assume they're legit, they're just like, well, what do you want? Tell me what you want, and I'll do it. Or what are the features you want? But you're actually, like, when we talk, it's like, oh, you could do this, you could do that. Like, it's building on each other. Because it's hard yeah, because, yeah. because I, I just don't freelance anymore. And uh, basically, I have a team of people that basically are skilled and well equipped when it comes to delivering these kind of big projects. And we have the know around. We communicate on a day-to-day -day basis. Whenever we take a project, whenever we take something uh, from a client's end, uh, like we're doing something big, we basically close everything of all projects like, also, like I was telling you like last time. We close everything and we just work on them. And we basically do back and forward collaboration with each other. So it's not just me. That's why I can offer so many services because I have uh, expertise in different areas. Plus, I have a team that basically supports and has those expertise. Special, they basically specialize in that, those kind of work. So it's pretty easy for all of us to you know work together and provide an ecosystem for each other. Yeah, that's my dream to be like, if I can find a designer that can do stuff and I can come up with ideas and draw them and I just know we can work together. And then like if I you know, write a song and I've got musicians, I can help record like like I, I, in advertising. I used to have people who would help me like my art director or sound houses would help me with my music and my comedy, um, my, my videos bec because I was bringing them commercial work. But now nobody helps me. Um, but it's good to have a team like you now. And then, oh, yeah, that was my one last question. Because when you're talking about like, oh, the barbershop guy finds you online and then messages you, like, how are they finding you? Like, what are they searching for? Because on Google, there's millions and millions of web developers and online marketers and all this crap. Like, what barbershop is finding you in Pakistan and filling out your form? How does that happen? Uh, well, it's not just in Pakistan. Uh, basically, we basically work for anybody who basically fills up the form and is willing to be transparent and is willing uh, to not just scam us. Yes, because uh, a lot of people livelihood is connected to me and uh, the, the way people find us is by just doing a simple Google search. We have a small YouTube channel. We are trying to put more content over there. Plus we have a Facebook page and we put out content over there as well. It started with Instagram when I was freelancing and I tried to build uh, a basically a reputation on the internet by by this key phrase, NEX Marketing Solutions. And that's how our company basically gets the traffic. It's all organic. It's coming through Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and a little bit from YouTube. But we have very, very few videos over there. And because we are basically, you know, packed whole year, so we don't get time to do much content like you do. Like, I was stunned by your YouTube channel because, you know, we provide content production as well like editing for YouTubers as well. So we have a team for that as well. So when one guy basically brought up your channel, I was I was blown away because I basically used to watch your videos back in 2017. And you basically came on to my YouTube feed when I was searching comedians. And uh, I was blown away when I basically got to meet you. And now I'm basically talking to you, you know, when friends like, like one of a bucket list kind of well thing. that well that's insane i did not know that <laughs> i'm yeah. like what well so that's good so then i'm guess i'm it's good that i've been posting crap for a while because you know i haven't felt like what what is the you know i feel like what's the point of all this but 
I mean, if somebody in, around the world can sort of discover it, then, then maybe there's a point. Well, that's, that's exciting. Point, you just got to give it some time. Your material is good. Just got to give it some time to, you know, to shine with other people. Got to give it some time and just be disciplined in actually doing it. Like, I know I'm good. And like, you know, I wrote one act and won first prize this time. Like, it's just, it's just, okay, well, then keep doing it. Like, you know, I've, I've been following this girl on Instagram in L.A. and she... She's this comedian, um, and she's Chinese, and her whole thing is with her, it's like a very thick Chinese accent, and, and uh, but she plays, she also plays this Uber driver. She pretends she's driving an Uber, and she's got all her comedian friends in the back as guests and improvises these things. I'm like, these are great, and I, just, I should be cranking these things out every day. Like just, and I think that would help my depression, too, just feeling like, okay, I'm actually producing something every day. I'm getting things out there for the world. I owe it to the world to do my thing. So I'll keep doing that. You've inspired me. And yeah, I mean, of course, I'll put this on my YouTube and maybe that'll help, right? Like you don't have time to be posting on YouTube every day. But if I interview you once a week and you're like, hey, what's your social media tip of the week or whatever, then we'll start cranking it out. And uh, yeah. we'll be like we'll yeah. be like Gary, Gary V and we'll get out there. And hopefully your name <laughs> isn't hurting you. Like if people see solution spelled wrong, they're going to be like, oh, this guy doesn't speak English. Oh, yeah, it's on the website and everywhere it's spelled properly uh, like oh. we make sure that the typo was removed and it basically was something that we did uh, on purpose as I, I was trying to tell you so that we can remember by this whole funny experience that we were having because when I was starting I did not knew that how do you know get, get a site up I was very new so I spent some money from my own pocket to buy a domain and hosting and the registration was done so fast in such a, in rush that, that that happened. So I thought that, you know, just to remember this milestone, I should just, you know, keep it that way for some time. And then somebody told me that it's pretty good. It's a, it's a good marketing way uh, to go about it. Some people might find it rude, but it's, it's a good way. And then I thought it's not just a good way. People think we are like idiots or something. So I changed it all over the place, like uh, from everywhere. So yeah, it's yeah. spell and mixed marketing solutions. Yeah, because I know, I mean, now that I know the story, I get it. But it's just like if I'm scrolling through websites and I see the name of a company spelled wrong, I might just be like, you know, I'm not going to work with them. They don't, they have, how are they going to market me if I they can't even spell their own name right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I get, I get that. Yeah, get that answer. Just, uh, just my thoughts. So we'll, we'll see what happens with it. But yeah, I wanna, I wanna just keep cranking these out, and yeah, we'll make, we'll make some more content from YouTube, and we'll, we'll take over the world together, and then we can, I don't know, go hang out in Bermuda on the beach or something. <laughs> cool. Uh, yeah. Okay. All right, and what, what time is it where you are now? For me, it's seven forty-one p.m. Four forty-one a.m. Four forty-one a.m. Yeah. And have you gone to bed yet, or are you up really early? Uh, I'm I'm basically up pretty early. Like it's, it's normal for me to basically working at this hour because I have other things that I do, like uh, other projects other people do manage. Uh, we got some people in Ukraine and Serbia as well that basically are doing business with us. So I gotta be up on their time zone as well sometimes, and then I have to stay up a little bit longer because. Uh, the Sri Lankan that we basically are working with stays up as well. And then we have our people in the Philippines that are working under us. They also stays up as well. So we are different time zones, so I have to balance some way or another. Most yeah, of I it mean, goes. I, most of it goes what? 
uh, most of the the stuff goes to directly to my email anyway, so it's better to stay up and just sleep a little bit in the day sure. than to just you know work these times these different time zones. Wow, yeah, and I know the Philippines time zone now because I've got all my friends there, and it's twelve hours different. So right now it's seven forty-two a.m. So they'll start waking up now and be messaging me, and I'll be like, okay, I'm going to bed. So I I feel like an international person. That's just crazy though. So you, yeah, you don't. I don't know when you sleep. So have you? Have you? So you haven't gone to bed yet tonight, or you uh, did? No, no, no I, I didn't. I actually have have been awake uh, since um, since five p.m. So you woke up at five p.m. and then so basically you're up all night and then you go to yeah. sleep all day or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, a little bit three hours in the day. Then I wake up in the in the middle of the day and then I start working on something that we have on the job board that we created that basically like a Slack group. And, uh, you know, I take the web development and graphic design work most of the time. And then my team basically follow ups with me. We have a sales guy that's doing other work, you know, that he brings in clients. So he's basically based in the North America right now. He's basically in the United States, uh, Omaha, Nebraska. Uh, so he, we have to, you know, coordinate with him. We got a sales guy in India who also does the same thing for the South Asian market because he has better reach on the South Asian market. And then we have, uh, you know, content creators within Sri Lanka and within India. So we have, I have to be up during the day as well. So it's like two, three hours of sleep and a lot of emails and instant messaging going back and forward. And basically one third of the work is done by me and it's supervised by me. So. I can't just let them, you know, go. I can't just can't just let them run free with the work because I don't know what the fuck they're gonna do. Profanity yeah, yeah. is allowed. What's that? Profanity is allowed, right? Because I just said the F word without censoring <laughs> it. Oh no! Can cut I, that off, right? I guess we'll see. Maybe I'll bleep it. Cause yeah, I mean, I I don't know. I guess it doesn't really matter. I didn't even notice it. Um, but yeah, I don't know if that means like if somebody says one word in there on YouTube, are they gonna demonetize it? Or now do I have to tell Apple that this is, um, you know, uh, here, what, let's write down the time. When did we say that? Like one, 106 swear word. Uh, and then I'll beep it. Yeah, because I mean, I might have to flag it on Apple as adult content now or something. I don't know. But I can easily beep the audio and then I can go beep the, I'll figure out how to beep it on YouTube. I wonder if you can go into YouTube and edit something and add a little beep. I think you can. I want, like what, uh, before before posting to YouTube, you can just you know use Premiere Pro and you can just use a sound effect, and you can extract oh yeah, no. the whole audio the sound effect. Yeah, yeah. No, I can go into I would go into iMovie and I could do that, but but otherwise I could just upload the file directly to YouTube and be done with it. But also, huh? It's tough because like they they have this honor system thing now where you can say is this acceptable for ads. And then if you say yes, but then it's like, oh, there was a swear word in there. Then they, are you not trustworthy anymore? I don't know. It'd be easier if I could just upload it to YouTube and then go in and edit within. I'll see if I can do that. I feel like I did that before, like add a little beep so you don't have to make a... F we'll figure it out. And then I'll let people know in the next episode how I did it and what happened. Cool. Okay. But yeah, I mean, I guess in, in terms of time zones, yeah. I mean, in the modern world if you're working with people around the world and everything's online, then yeah, you got to figure out that it's not just, Oh, I'll work from nine to five and go to bed. It's like, you know, you're working with it's, people. It's everywhere. not nine to five. It's uh, it's 24 hours. 
you yeah. can say like 44 so, hours. Yeah. So hopefully you can figure out when to get your proper sleep and then, yeah, well, let's, let's take over the world and then we can just live in our mansion and sleep when we want and tell people they can deal with our time zone or whatever. Maybe, maybe. Cool. Maybe yeah. That, that's my dream. I'm manifesting it. I'm making it happen. Just doing it. Cool. All right. Well, it's, uh, it's been an hour and seven minutes. That's a good run. And uh, yeah, so, okay. So if people want to find you, I'll put your name in the description, but what is it? NEX Marketing Solution? NEX Marketing Solutions. But not, but not with, like with the spelling error or not with the spelling error? Oh, without the spelling error. NEX Marketing Solutions. Dot com. Yeah, dot com. So before it wasn't available, but now you got it? Yeah. Uh, did somebody have it and you bought it from them or what happened? Oh, uh, basically what happened is that uh, the, the domain was not available. Like the guy that I was working with uh, didn't properly double check it. Then I basically recently checked on Namecheap. It was available, but we are not using it right now. We are just using a, a subdomain from Builderall because uh, we are reserving that because we have some kind of an offer from, uh, from basically a company that basically goes by the last solution thing and uh, we would like to sell it but I, I will be using it but the thing is we're not using it in our site it's nex marketing solutions at uh, dot builderall.com and it's basically built on builderall right now because we switched from uh, wordpress to builderall because it has much more options and uh, has a clean interface on it so yeah that's that uh, but we have the domain the correct one as well i saw sorry I'm, i forgot to mention that so if I so if somebody goes to nexmarketingsolutions.com, it'll go to your website. Yeah, nexmarketingsolutions.com. Just go ahead and type it on Google. Uh, you will find all of all of our stuff, you know, like our number, our basically our contact information and everything. Okay, but it's you're not using that as your plot. Like it, it just redirects to your other website, Builderall. Like that's what you're saying. No, it's actually hosted on Builderall. So we are right now. We're just testing the subdomain. That it's uh, that's it's been given with Builderall. So we are, because somebody told us that when you connect your domain with Builderall, it basically basically uh, disrupts some of the functions of uh, the site. So we are not trying to risk that. And as the functionality is pretty good, and we have traffic coming in, so that's why we can't put the site off for now. But however, at the end of August, we will basically put it under construction again, and we will connect the new domain. And uh, you can basically look us up. Uh, the the company, the remote agency, is basically registered within Ohio. But however, we operated like I operated from my home country, Pakistan. But so what's so your website isn't up, or it is up? It, actually, the website is up. Or we, the thing is, we haven't connected our domain. Like whenever you basically make a website, you have to connect your domain at the end. Like if you're making yeah. it on a CMS like WordPress, Wix, or Builderall. In our case, we are using Builderall because it has more functionality. It gives you proper SEO uh, capabilities, like you can do SEO on all pages without a hassle. And it is a pretty good platform that we use, so we are using that right now. So Okay, so it's just, if I go to the domain, it just directs to the website, but it's not actually built yeah. on the domain yet. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like if you go to joshrackless.com now, I, I stopped paying for hosting, so it redirects to just joshrackless.wordpress.com. But it's, yeah, that's what you're saying. All right, I think so. Who knows? I have no idea about any of this. Well, if you, if you want to do, if your audience want to do, basically want to look us up, 
just go on to Google, type any expiring solutions. You'll see our Google business page. You can just click on the spear, like the earth button, like for the internet icon, and it will redirect uh, the users, uh, the audience mem uh, members to our website. And on the on the search history, you're going to see the first five or four links is our basically our social media handles and everything. And on the, the fifth or the fourth link is basically our website link. That's the direct way to reach it. Uh, just do a simple Google search, nexmarketingsolutions.com. It's N as an Nancy, E as an Edward, X is a xylophone, and it's marketing solutions, like correct the right way, and yep. you can just leave us up. All right, I will. Well, thanks so much, and uh, yeah, we'll be in touch, and uh, I think I should be, with your help, I should be a billionaire by the end of August, I think, like 24, 25 days, I think so. Well, if the site pays up traffic, uh, then you can go beyond billion because that, that what you're what you're trying to achieve is something everybody wants to get on, like like a platform creators and and other kind of content as well. That's not widely available. All right, I like I like that I like that attitude more than a billion. All right, I won't aim low. I'll aim high. Cool. All right. Well, hopefully you can get some sleep today, and hopefully I can get some sleep tonight. And we'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Adnan. You're welcome, man. Take care. Stay safe.